Welcome back to another episode of Real Chumps, where chatting about movies feels like hanging out with friends. I'm your host, Marcel, and with me as always is my co-host, Danny. This week we are discussing Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, directed by James Mangold, with a screenplay by Jez uh, Butterworth, John Henry Butterworth, David uh, Kep. Kep? 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 I think so. And James Mangold, starring Harrison Ford, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, Mads uh, Michelson, and many more. Mickelson. Mickelson, you're right. It is Mickelson. <laughs> it was uh, uh, tricky to get some of these words. Yeah, no, I'm bad. Um, those are long last names, too. They are. Good stuff. I, I mean, we saw it together. We saw it together. We tried seeing it earlier. Oh, boy. And we got stuck with a blackout because it was so hot that it knocked out the whole, like, Plaza Square's power stuff. Yeah, and we waited, what? So we got, like, 10 minutes? Nah, no, ten. we waited an hour. Well, we got like seven minutes into the movie. Oh, yeah. We got seven minutes in the movie. And then there was a blackout. We waited maybe over half an hour. Probably close to 45, yeah. Yeah, 45 minutes. And then they're like, oh, no. Who knows how long it's going to take? So then we left. <laughs> yeah. We had the kids, so. We had the kids. Uh, but then we came back another day, and we finally watched it. So. Good it, times. It was it was a struggle to get to, to it. But we did it. Uh, Cinemark, you should uh, invest in intercom systems. <laughs> uh patent pending um marcel yeah well, like poor guy that was like oh, a boy dude, that was the, walking in and the, out. <laughs> no and, the, and like well the, and because they had a whole bunch of people coming out and then they're having to do with that but then they're not having enough staff members because of yeah you know budget cuts <laughs> everyone's impacted by it um but then i got thinking even if they had like a centralized pa system i guess if the power goes out you touche it wouldn't work right They'll just do old school, okay? It's got one of those little lines, and they speak uh, into one of those little Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. <laughs> no, Siri. <laughs> All righty. Well, um, question of the day. Okay. Who, who are you going to have as your uh, kid sidekick? Uh, Teddy or shortstop? Shortstop. Dude, right? <laughs> Although Teddy, Teddy I mean, Teddy, is formidable. Teddy is formidable. The way he kills that thug... Thought, underwater yeah Whoa. oh i know i he, loved it and the fact that he didn't know how to swim and he didn't panic yeah he didn't panic he's he's a, he's got he's got wit and uh and um uh like street smarts that yeah like, he's a great pickpocketer yeah pickpocketer uh we just know we know that uh shortstop can drive and i don't know i i feel like i just like shortstop as more of like a like he 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 would he would uh, like be part of the conversation to a degree. I feel like Teddy was a little bit more reserved. And, That's but, true. But, and, uh, and, and, sh and shortstop, you know, he, he calls out Indy. <laughs> yeah. So no, I think shortstop would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. So dial of destiny, this has been quite a progress to get up to its release date. Uh, yeah. So when Disney bought Lucasfilm back in 2012, 11 years ago, what they immediately said we're doing star wars films again and we're doing indiana jones movies so like this was announced over 10 years ago that they wanted to make indiana jones movies and it's taken 11 years over a decade for it for one to come out because christmas cole is not part of that no, right christmas, it was christmas cole came out in 2008 eight, 2008 okay yeah. yeah yeah 2008 disney bought lucasfilm in 2012 and so here we are. Here we are. And originally, it was going to be 
Steven Spielberg directing. Um, but then he dropped out. And then I was reading about this. They went to James Mangold and they're like, hey, like, we want you to, to, direct, to direct. And here's a script that someone had written. Um, can you review it and get back to us in like 30 days? Wow. And he re- read it and he came back and he's like, yeah, there's elements here of like an Indiana Jones movie, but I need a year to like rewrite this. Interesting. Um, and then Disney said, no, we're, we're going to move forward with someone else then. And then like a few months later, they came back and they're like, no, okay, fine. We'll give it to you. <laughs> we'll give it to you. Uh, and we'll give you the timeline. So, which I want to talk a little bit about that, but yeah, there's. Let's talk it, about it. it. Okay, let's let's. I don't know why I got thinking about like. Rise or Return of Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, both Lucasfilm properties. Yeah. Right. Um, I appreciate that this movie did not feel there. Yes, there are some issues to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. it. But it did not feel like it was just rushed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, like I feel like there was thought put into it. Unlike, unlike uh, Rise of Skywalker, that movie just feels. Let's just throw all these ideas in here. How can we fix people's expectations? Yada yada yada, and and that's what we got, right? Yeah. Whereas this one, it it, it does feel like there was intent and thought put into this movie. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think, I think my struggle is is that there's, like, it felt. Like, they're like, we want to have another Indiana Jones film, but at the same time, it didn't feel like, it, it, it still felt unsure of what the goal was for the film. Yeah, yeah. And, because, and, like, just in, like, it felt way more indie, as an indie film. We're, we're going to get into this, but it didn't quite feel, obviously not Spielberg mm-hmm. feel, which is fine. But at the end of the day, when I'm done, I think the the struggle that I have with this film particularly is that it's like they, if you give a mouse a cookie mm. or, and, and maybe, maybe it's the expectation-ness or it's the like, we just want to give some fans or they wanted to, they, they're trying to see what property, like IP still will, will pop. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. It, that's kind of like even though they 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 like you said they didn't just shove it down the 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 pipeline that that, that Mangold said I'm happy to do this but which good on you yeah yeah okay um and that they were okay with 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 that and not only that 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 but like Harrison Ford coming and saying like yes I'm gonna I'm gonna be you know yeah and be able to like and having technology now that like provides a little bit of like that makes uh, an indie film mm-hmm. feel that. Yeah, and, and, and so I think with that, um, and, and I see, I didn't realize this movie had four writers. Yeah. Credited. Oh, yes, that that's means, a lot. That, mean, that means there's probably like another three yeah. that had input and we're looking at it that are not credited. Correct. At least. So I, I think some of these issues for me come in the fact that there were too many cooks in, in the kitchen. Yeah. And yeah, it feels... Like you said, the, what is what is this movie getting at, right? And there were times where I just felt like, not not necessarily where it's getting at, but no, like, no, I I think it's a great way to saying that because like there's no other way to put it because at the end of the day, like we, we it's we're no longer in a time period where like we see a movie and that's it. Yeah, we literally know 
that they want to they want to make a series they want to make another they want to make money via marvel or another universe like and fans to to a degree we kind of like there there's become this sort of like weird expectation of like oh we're getting introduced to the world are we gonna have something more from it mm-hmm. is it gonna be a series or are there gonna be spinoffs you know like sure sure in I, I even asked the, you at, at the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, is there a post credit scene to see yeah. what's going to happen? And you're like, no, there isn't. At least, yeah, not that I know of. No, there, was, there wasn't. So, uh, but, okay. So, before we really dig into it, so the movie is really, let's it, it picks up in 1969. Um, Indy's now in Chicago. Sorry, from Chicago, he's now in New York. And he is working at a... Another university. Low... I, they said the name of it, um, and apparently, like it's, it's not that prestigious of, yeah. a, of a university. Um, and he gets accused of murdering some colleagues. Uh, his goddaughter comes and visits him. That leads him on an Course. adventure, on a quest to find to find Archimedes' dial. And that's kind of like the plot of it. That's kind of what yeah. gets us going. I want to talk about. I actually want to start off with Indiana Jones. Yeah, I do too. We, we we recently both watched all of them. Yep. We and we talked about two of them in, in our last two episodes. But shout out to everybody who uh has wa- watched The Last Crusade because it came out super late. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was in, I was in Boston and I thought I could edit with just my iPad um pro, but um there was a lot of conflicts. And uh <laughs> if you follow any of my other social channels, you might see a video coming out um me talking about um it in like anyways so so thank you thank you for, for watching and supporting us for having with your me. notifications yeah. on being notified that, that the episode was it out, is so. a great episode if you haven't checked it out be sure to go check it out uh, really after this episode. episode yeah or you know in the pipeline when you're driving yeah um but let's talk indiana jones like how do you feel indiana and 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 harrison ford's performance was here with this indiana jones that in in the universe, he is like 70 years old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Um, okay. So do you want, do you want including CGI stuff, including like the whole, the whole shebang? Yeah. Um, you know, what up front, I was not expecting this to be a, a film about grief. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. I thought this was going to be more of like an Indiana Jones of like, like loss of, like passion in like, or like loss, you know, something that he reignites the desire, his, his love for, for being able to like get out there, not being the textbooks, but being out there in the field and Mm -hmm. like doing things and helping bring back um, artifacts. Um, Not that I have any gripes with that, but I was not expecting that. So I think that, that kind of goes into a little bit. I do think it's um, a little bit crazy that they just, I mean, we're gonna. We told you once, and we're telling you again. Uh, if you didn't see the movie, uh, suck it up because we're going through spoilers. Yeah. This is we're, we're we're the the podcast that you listen to after you see a movie, or that you don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they just get off mud, mud. Uh, and he that in the fact, and we find later on that like so that that portion of the grief driving that whole scenario to his relationship with um with his wife um and so. That was that was there, and I I felt that in the performance um, that Harrison Ford gives as yeah. as Indiana Jones, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
And I think that that some people might find that's because I know that a lot, there's some, been some some discussion about like, well, he's not really like doing a much one. He's, you know, he's older. Old. Yeah. Um, to like, you, you know, like you're, you're not, you're not young. You, you have a life that like you are dealing with grief or maybe depression. And like, he's trying to help somebody who's coming to his life unexpectedly in Walmart. Um, and, um, and then having, again, one of the biggest tropes that I really appreciate is that, like, he wasn't called to go seek the Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Again, he's going after someone he cares about. He cares about, but also, like, originally to, to like, clear his name of, 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 murder. of murder, right? Um, which, we again, we talked about that in Last Crusade. I, I love when Indy stumbles upon an adventure yeah essentially right yeah and I, I think that's what that's that's what makes it very unique or right. his movies because he's not he's not like like a wombat who's out looking f you know to get to find artifacts to sell them right he's or like tomb raider like you know Laura, yeah. i because i was like after after watching this film i was like oh man what would it be like to have a like a wombat sort of indie like take over not necessarily indie energy, but like have a indie style film with wombat and I'm like, that would be more like a Laura Croft style. Even though Laura Croft is like a weird, I'm not exactly sure, it's like a weird hybrid between um, indie and like the Uncharted, what's the, uh, um, the Drake, Drake. Um, in wanting to sell like antiquities, but like she doesn't necessarily want it in like, not always in a museum, but also not always like, you know, anyways. And um but i but i appreciate that like he he that it just was a stumble upon again like yeah. and he and not only that but that i realized because we watched all of them together that like none of his films has ever been about him seeking glory it's just him he just gets stuck in the situation because he's the, he's like because he just gets he just stumbles into yeah. it right uh I also really, I thought that was a really interesting take that like, he's very on the opposite end from where we find Indiana Jones in some of these other films as mm. very well known, very popular in the sense of wanting like renown. It feels like he's like drifted away into the like, he he's, he's, he himself yeah. is like a relic. Yeah. I, I like that you bring this up. Uh, one of the criticisms or criticisms and praises I've seen is that people love those first 20, 25 minutes, right? He's, this is, this is Indiana Jones in, in the 1940s. Yeah. Right. This is the movie. They were going to make an Indiana Jones movie in the nineties Yeah, where, where it was him during like world war two. Uh, but that never happened. Right. So this is like what could have been that. Right. And and it, it was really great. You have the music playing. Uh, you have a young. We'll, we'll talk about the CGI in a sec. You have the, the young Indiana in his prime, jumping on a train, doing whatever he needs to do, right? And then it's a very direct contrast from how that scene ends as he's walking away victorious to then boom, New York. He is just on the couch. <laughs> fall asleep yeah on his recliner and, and like you said like he he we he's complaining about the kids music he goes to work and he doesn't have like his nice sharp three button suit with the glasses right like he's just he's just 
disheveled and, and like he just shows up the, his students don't really care complete opposite to what we've seen in the past where everyone is very attentive and engaged and like his students just don't it's like he as an individual has become a relic but he as um as his ideologies and his focus of uh of, of values just is kind of gone yeah you know and i mean this is a man who's gone through a lot yeah um has lost he as we well know and he's well versed in failure in losing a lot yeah um but i mean and i think that you know like it's one of those things that like um i said this before and i'm going to say it again that these m movies like this we may not appreciate now fully yeah, yeah. and as hopefully as people come back and want to do rewatches or whatever that they'll be reminded of, like you know what this wasn't as bad as i remember or or like this is actually better than i remember and having it because because you as an audience member matures mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um uh and so for me I, I, overall i thought indie indie was great i do feel like there was a lack and i don't know if this was the writing or just like the overall like the, the way the story was kind of the, the going is that i did feel a little little bit of a lack of the passion that comes with um the 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 like artifact the 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 thing that they're going for like not that there wasn't moments but the overall feeling from indie okay that's his feeling because the dry the bigger driver is that he wanted to he he his it was to like you know clear his name but then also having this growth of like wanting to like feel bad you know trying to find forgiveness or you know something with wombat again i think that i i don't necessarily know i have if i can articulate because I just, i've only watched it once yeah yeah um but i i do feel like there there was something lacking from indy in that that we've gotten from him in other past the this belongs in a museum sure yeah no that's true because i think he uh, looking back at the other ones right he yeah he gets stumble he stumbles upon these quests uh by accident but there is a need for him to want to preserve these items right uh at, le at least the arc uh and then with with the with um the grail he's mainly focused on his dad and but but this one yeah you're right i, I don't think there was that much that sense of like we need to preserve this rather it was more of like i need to get this so that way you can come back to me and then I mean, clear my name yeah and eventually he he follows along and tags along and, and gets it caught up in the in the quest of it all but yeah i i, I think that's a good good statement. i mean i just don't think like like in like again like in 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 both the raiders lost arc that we discussed and the last crusade in both of those films like yeah the lost arc he is he he's been asked but he, like there's something um renowned about that fact right but in the last crusade although he's not passionate about the the, the holy grail he does like he gets excited about the like the clue that they find and like discovering that thing he which, gets excited because his dad because of the attachment that his dad has to the grail right and and the lack of relationship that he has with his dad right it, right. it excites the fact that he can prove himself to his dad right right where in this one i think and maybe what it is comes down to is that he lost a friend due to a friend's obsession mm -hmm. 
over it. Where it's similar to The Last Crusade, where his father had an obsession, but there's a different relationship between a father and a son and a good friend that then, like, becomes lost yeah. in, in, an obsession, in, a, in an obsession. Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, again, I think that, like, this is one of those things where, like, I think as an indie film, I'll have to, like, rewatch in a couple of years or sure. yeah. whatever. You, um, I, I might be getting ahead of myself That's right. here. Um, but you, you asked yet or yesterday when we left the theater, you were asking like, why this, there's, there's the, a, a feeling of like, it, it's an Indiana Jones movie, but it doesn't feel like a Spielberg Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Right. And, and or like, yeah, I kind of want to talk a little bit about that. Like why, why does it feel, does it feel off if it does? Why? And I have some thoughts. And I want you to start because I would. Lo- I want to see what you feel. I I think going back to that first opening sequence. It putting aside like the, the C- okay. Let's just address the CGI. I think the deep fake looks great. There there were times where like when he looks to the side or he's moving back and forth too fast. It it, it you can kind of catch it and it looks a little bit off. Yeah. Um, I the one thing I didn't like about that scene is that it was it was dark. It was very dimly lit, understandably because if you shine if you have it in the middle of the day, you'll see more of the of the deep fake, uh, and and you you'll catch more of of, of its issues, right? Right. So I understand that they it had to be in the dark at night to kind of hide some of those issues with 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 the C, with the CGI, but. With that said, that first scene, that opening sequence, is it's great. It's fun. It feels like Indiana Jones. It feels very much Steven Spielberg like. Yeah, I would say. But then there's that con that that very direct contrast from for the next scene. And I think that's on purpose. It's on purpose in the sense that like he here's who you remember, and now here's who this man is. Mm-hmm. He's defeated. He is forgotten. He is unappreciated. He is in grief, right? And the tone of the movie, in in the in the in the way that it's filmed, directed, and shot, you're going to feel that. Mm. And and I think I get a lot of people are, are frustrated. And the fact that I mean, yeah, it's not Steven Spielberg that they're right. Yeah, but, this. but I, not I, every movie like this is the same thing when I like you would hear this with Oppenheimer and like yeah. Christian Roll is the best film, you know, like, you know, like, I'm not just here to say, like, I think that there are amazing storytellers and some of the, you know, Nolan, uh, Spielberg, many others are people with, they love the, they, they're uh, people who love the craft yeah. and they've done it and they know how, they know the language. So they can deliver the things that we want to, f- they can deliver the feeling in a visual, in, um, and communicate that, help with that with the actors and be able to give us what, like that thing that's there. So it's not doesn't it's not just I agree with you. I think that like I think it is as I've thought about it. I do think it's intentional. I do think it's there. I think to me it's not so much about the like is it still I think that what it comes down to honestly is that there's been there was a couple times in the film mm-hmm. that I felt although the set pieces and moments were were majestic they cut too fast to a chase scene. Yeah. Or to some other, they like put crutches on themselves mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a way to like, 
they're like, we don't have enough dialogue or like something that we can, that sure, sure. Um, to like help motivate or to help set up something. So we're going to, we're just going to continue this MacGuffin, um, or, you know, you know, whatever, you know, continuous thing. And it just be continued. Like, hopefully that'll carry over. Yeah. And we'll add some, uh, a chasing add you know, we'll get some practical stuff, throw in some CGI stuff. And like, cause the, the first part of it, I feel like they did do good. They did their due diligence. And then I felt like toward and towards the, in the third act, they went, they went big. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Um, <clears throat> And that paid off, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Mm -hmm. The middle portion is where I felt like they kind of lacked. Um, not, it, not in like, and I think part of it is just, again, I think it might have been just been like. What do we do with an 80-year-old man? You think that's what it was? I think that's what it is. I think it. See, well, but I feel like, I feel like they could have had less of a, a car chase and done something more with like, like. Indy losing, getting caught in some fashion, right? Like having some sort of bonding experience with Phoebe, well, with uh, uh, Helen yeah, and yeah. Wombat, right? Or in, as Wombat and them, you know, having conflict, but then her finding something kind of like what they did, but having it a bit bigger of a risk and Helen questioning herself and saying, do I really care about this man? Yes. I don't know. Yes, yes. Okay, because... Here, here's here. I, I see where you're coming from. Should, should we talk about Helen? Uh, no, go with what you're saying. Go, go. Here, here, let me say this, and then we'll we'll jump into it. Yes, you are right. Um, because for me, that last scene when he chooses to stay in 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 the past, and she says, "No, you gotta get back." I felt like that that was a very extreme, drastic change change on her side yes and we didn't we we weren't shown why she wanted him to come back no right there was no bonding experience there was nothing to make her want to say you know what i like indy not 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 that we were ever told that she doesn't like him correct but why are you so adamant about him coming back yeah right and let's let's but the issue is though going to your point if you separate them, I think I think you lose. I don't know. I, I don't know that you, I. You think that, you think that it would lose because it's an indie movie? Yeah, I think I think you lose. Not not that indie has to always be victorious no, because right. we know he's not right. Um, but I just think you lose. I don't know. It it, it would just it, it becomes her movie, not necessarily her movie, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but, know. But okay, so we, we need to talk about Helen because I think this this the help with this discussion. Okay, Helen. Helena. Oh, Helena. You're right. Helena. Uh, what's her last name? Um, Shaw. Shaw. Helena Shaw, known as Wombat to uh, Indy, which great nickname. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, uh, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge did a great job. She's great. I love her in everything that I've seen her in. Um, she's a phenomenal writer. I think she's a great actor. I think because she does, she's done the writing and directing and acting, she understands things and she can, she can, there's something about that that like adds to that aspect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah. Because like 
she is like the opposite of indie yes she's passionate she's smart she's quick on her feet she's um you know she she um knows her stuff she loves the she she's she loves history and artifacts and things that but she's on instead of i want this in a museum like she said i only believe in cash she's very much and i i really like this she's very much um like ba balak the the villain in the first one yeah right and, and we talked we talked in our episode like balak and and indy are are two sides of the same, same coin, coin right and and she's very much like that she's passionate about about yeah artifacts and relics and and she's passionate about the history of it all yeah she just happens to think like well, it's okay if i make cash on this stuff right very much like balak and and i really liked having a character like that in this movie and i think i said it in our in our episode on 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 the arc but i i said i wish we could have gotten more interaction of balak and 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 indy with these ideals conflicting and we get that here we do and and it's really well but yes your point earlier we're missing the emotional connection and the reason why she wants to keep him around or, or be with him or have him come back but in in i think what you're getting at earlier right because Hel helena um she, she um comes in she she's the disruptor she she's the 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 inciting incident that causes you know everything that that takes place right for me i i just think like again this comes back to the fact what, what's what are they doing what are they gonna do what why why make this movie if not to make it a send-off or to open it up for a different for a new world do you do you feel like it's not a good send-off no okay Let's, I, I, let's let's talk about this. Why? I think I, it's a great send off. You think it's a great send off? I do. I I think my my issue comes to the fact that like I feel to to a degree with indie like there's not enough of an impact with the scene when they're in uh, the Battle of Syracuse. Mm -hmm. Archimedes is there. He wants to stay. He's shot. How yeah. he's not dead? I'm not exactly sure. Um, <laughs> But he's, 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 no, he's like, he's gonna, he's like, I just, I can't anymore. Yeah. Right. And not to say that I didn't like the fact that they bring him back, that Phoebe, uh, you know, that Helena's character brings, knocks him out, brings him back to New York and, um, uh, Marion, yes, Marion, Marion, uh, have the moment and have a sense of like reconnection. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, that, that's not your issue. That's not my issue. My yeah. issue is the fact that like, although Indy, he, to him as a character, he feels like he's history and he's, and we've like, we talk, he's like, he feels great and he wants to just live in the history. He, he's witnessing history and he's like, you know what? I just, I just, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm just a relic. Let me come to this place and experience this and have peace and then go to the to be part of history <laughs> and be here and yet phoebe's character although she's passionate about him coming back and she does care for him the growth between her her not not necessarily her and him but the idea that like he has more to live for still yeah 
whether that be with her or with Marion or whatever, mm -hmm. and that he does not deserve to just stay here and become a, like be lost to history. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, yes, I agree. I, I think to that, the ending, him coming back, the connection, that that to me was great. How we get there, like you mentioned, was not delivered very well. Yeah. And and I think that's that's my biggest gripe with this movie mm -hmm. is is why that drastic change from from her in wanting him to to come along, right? But I do think like looking at just at the end, he's back. He is he has found a reason to be here. He has let go of of, of the past. Some um, of the his maybe not killed, but some of like the things. Some that... of the, yeah. Yeah, and 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 then and he reconnects with Marion, and you know he, the 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 camera's panning out, and he reaches for the hat, like, like that that to me felt like great send off to the character. I, and again, this is one of those things. There's like, as an audience member, you're like, well, is it what's what what are they doing? And if and I again, I think I think it could be that it might grow on me as I watch it again. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, but as an initial initial feeling, like if I think about like, do I feel like this is the send off that I felt like I was expecting? Because I knew this was the last Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm, no, no, no. It's definitely not the send off that I was expecting. I, so, I, I was expecting him to prior to the movie to possibly die. Yeah. During the movie, I was and especially during that last. Uh, during that second half of the third act, I was like, oh no, I'm expecting him to stay. And I would have been okay with him yeah. with, with that decision. Um, so for, for him to, knowing that this is the last movie and for him to reconnect, to find purpose in being around, being present, pun intended, literally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, and, Hold and then, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the that's on there. Um, but then reaching for the hat, to me, it says that Indy has once again found himself. Found himself. Mm. So I didn't it, mean to take your words. No, no, no. That's perfect. Found himself in his, in, in, in his universe. We, we as audiences don't have to keep watching at more adventures or not necessarily more adventures. Most likely him being a pencil pusher because <laughs> at this age, what, yeah. right? But the satisfaction of knowing that he has found himself and he is going to build relationships and he is living his moving life, forward. moving forward, that brings me some relief. I appreciate you. I appreciate you that we're having this discussion. <laughs> I really do. Because... Even though I've said this, I've said this in the pod that like I think that more movies just need to have a beginning, middle, and end, and let it be. Yeah, this is that. This is one of those movies, and you're reminding me that like because it's Indiana Jones, because it's coming from Disney, that like even though we know and we knew coming into it, this was gonna be the last Indiana Jones, that we still we're still expecting. Okay, but what now? Right, and maybe that's the. Like that's what the problem is when it comes to like the film as in its performance. That like we're so in these properties from Disney, maybe. Yeah. Of of handing passing on the baton, right? Right. That like we're we have a 
okay, but what now, now what? Now what? Yeah. W- that we just need to be rem- that it's like it's no, this is this is the movie. And again, I think that's why I think this is going to become better as we as we, mm-hmm. in in like mm-hmm. two two years, maybe in a year when someone rewatches it or hopefully, you know, like maybe when it comes out and to, you know, and people more people start watching they're like, "Oh wow, no, this is this is this is great and enjoyable." Cuz I do think it's an enjoyable like I mean, I I thought again the set piece, like I felt like overall set piece wise they had very much Spielberg Spielberg esque feel. Mm-hmm. Mangold did a a great job. Want to go? Actually, I don't remember what the two the DP is um, for this, but anyways, the, the, like him and his team did a really great job. Yeah, I felt like there were some struggling portions in some of the chase scenes, but like it's okay. It's like it's. They still do. They still deliver on a lot of the things that Indian Jones does, right? Yeah, the, a great from the beginning, a get-go. Uh, you're in the opening sequence, right? Mm-hmm. Just like in uh, many of the other ones, and then you get to be pulled back, and you get to see in this case a little bit more on the other side of like where his life is now. Um, after he's like, time is washed, and I think this is what, one of the things I wanted to talk, t- tell you is the. The getting older, the world changing around you. Hmm. Um, uh, with and in the history obsessed portion of it, like yeah. how I don't know because like ultimately it does it fits a, it hits a lot of the good marks that Crystal Skull really missed. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so I don't know, and and, and it makes you think because I think like the Last Crusade. That's one of those things that like. It makes you think about your relationship. And I think in this one, I, it kind of brings back to like the idea of like why Nina Jones is such a strong character in the sense of like his passion for history um, and how like that's almost gone in his world. And I would say that in our world, we're lacking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do like that. I, I think, <clears throat> and again, seeing Indiana, um, feel he's lost that spark right and and i don't know if it's like i guess the movie um portrays that last that loss of spark or or excitement in his profession because of grief whatever's happened It, it almost felt like the whole story about like space exploration and to me to me it feels like Mm. There, there was something more there in the first draft about space exploration, astronauts, um, what that means With, for for the, history and archaeology that just wasn't explored. Yeah, that that was the other thing I wanted to say. I didn't. You, I'm glad you brought that up because I kind of, I was not jarred by it. Not only that, but like the CIA portion and like them with the like the the doctor from the, the russian doctor who um uh dr voller yeah dr voller um i felt i was kind of like huh yeah yeah um but there like, yeah yeah but but there is something uh important that's being said here about like a love for history yeah not only the love for history but like the we get caught up in like the new shiny thing yeah. yeah, that we forget that like um history also had people making innovations and 
like we're doing amazing things that we don't that we've we've forgot about right like mm. i don't know there's something there was something about it that like, like there was a couple things that for me that i i felt like profound one was the fact like teddy was like learning how to fly from a pilot yeah in without like him being told him learning and then applying it in real life yeah without having to go to school mm. and then not only that but then uh um what's the Egyptian guy the what's his name which guy the one with the hat um who's in like all the indie films oh uh sala sala okay so sala comes he he's been brought to america with and he's got some great kids i love that i i love that yeah Partly because we're immigrants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also, what, what I loved even, like, on top of that is that, like, him, quest, like, pop pop quizzing his mm-hmm, grandson. Mm-hmm. Grandson, like, joke, like, come on, grandpa. You know, and then, yeah. but, like, telling him what it is, how it is, and him emphasizing the fact that, like, but I'm teaching him about history and whatever. And something that I think, and I, I don't know if this is because we're in America and we don't really have history other than our own. Like him, his emphasis of like, I miss the desert. I miss the new sense of adventure. Um, but on top of that, like the idea of understanding that history is important and that shapes who we are. Because, and I, I, I'm like extrapolating on like yeah, a yeah. lot of different moments, but like these things that like emphasizes that like, Reemphasizing, like any angel, sometimes you can't learn from in a book. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to be out there and experiencing things, like, um, <clears throat> like not having cultural ignorance mm-hmm. and wanting to know about history and wanting to and understanding what the the impact of that history and why it's important. And, and I don't know. There, I think that we don't have. I certainly don't have that as much as I think. I'm realizing that I would like to. No, that's a good point. That's a good call out. Um, I, I think I think there could have been more, especially with the with this whole uh, aspect of like the time traveling, right? I think that could have been dug a little bit more. Yeah. Into into having that more of a, a stronger theme in the movie of what does it mean to really study history and what impact does that have Ooh, on us, right? Powerful. And and I think by even that could have been like a motive for 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 Indiana to stay in the in in the past and and choose that and to live in the past and but yeah i think there could have been that could have been dug a little bit deeper more in in, in the story yeah. i like that um i want to go back to dr Voller real quick yeah matt Mickelson, always great dude always great he's he's just awesome like he he he's he's I don't know how he survived that smack in the face on okay. the train. <laughs> I also had this question. I was like, how is this guy not like have like I thought he was gonna have like some kind of like metal plating metal plating or like, or like going back to his, his character in, in Casino Royale, like bleeding out of his eye. <laughs> like But no, he's he has like a scar here and there and he survived. I feel like that was a missed opportunity in my opinion. I just I'm like I don't know. It just would have been so much uh, like if he had like some sort of mask or, you know, again, I don't know. I just like th- he got freaking nailed. They were going at least, what, 60 miles an hour? I was going to say <laughs> they were cooking. Yeah. <laughs> and he just right. freaking 
And I'm, I'm pretty sure it was his face. I, I even went like, oh. No, we both did. Yeah, we both did when that happened. Um, but he's arrived. He's, he's okay. Um, <laughs> he's fine. But he's, he, he's, he's a great... He, he's, he's always good. Matt Mickelson as a villain is always awesome. He, he, brings, he brings his A-game. He was awesome to just see, take this performance. And he's just... Oh, I hate Nazis, man. I really do. <laughs> yes. And Agreed. He, he delivers my hatred towards them so well. <laughs> like I, I talked about this in our last episode. My favorite thing about these movies is just the beating of a good Nazi. Like, yeah, the, beat, the beating yeah. of a of a Nazi. Period. Um, just yeah. Uh, he's he's great. I wish, however, though, like they would have given, they would have let us know his plan earlier. Yeah, it, or maybe I, that's just me. Like I just no, felt like I think I think to me there there was there was like I don't know if it was like a whole like scene. It just something if there was a huge portion, in particular to like the, him, like the, his importance yeah. slash like I don't know there, something something it felt amiss. <clears throat> I, I here's here's a quick Marcel rewrite. I. This movie was was I think like twenty minutes too long. Um, Ooh, in my opinion, I agree. And I, I didn't think about this, but I, I would. I, I'm with you. Yeah, I think what they should have done is they needed to have. I don't know why we why we focus so much on on the on the spear at the beginning. Um, you know, do you yeah, remember? No, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just. I just. I, I don't know why we focus so much on it, for, just for us to find out that it's a fake. I think we could have cut out a lot of that and just focused on on the dial. Uh, yeah. Okay. And and really going after that. Uh that could have saved you like a good three minutes. Um, probably more. I think you you introduce us a lot earlier to why um to the concept of time not necessarily time travel, but what his objective is. Cause you brought this up earlier. Yes, in, in part to like the act to the action sequences and the action and, 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 and the sets, but like a lot of that middle second act is a bit sluggish. How he... and I think if you would have told us a lot earlier, like what it is we're going after or why Dr. Waller's danger. What is the danger? I think then I could have felt more I could have been more bought in into it, right? Something that I said as soon as we left was like, I just, I never felt at any point in this movie that anyone was in danger. Yeah. Right. Um, and, 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 and a lot of it was just because, you know, like the CGI backgrounds during the chase scenes, I just, it, it kind of pulls me out. But also from a story perspective, I don't know why I need to be worried about Dr. Baller accessing this, this dial. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I, um, I agree with you. You know what they could? I, I'm gonna add another rewrite. Yeah, they could have cut. They cut out, um, more of the, the like, you know, the 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 Lance situation. Get to the fact that like it's fake sooner, right? Um, have, um, the the flashbacks with um Shaw with a, uh. uh older you know the father mm -hmm. um and having the conflict have a flashback of voller killing shaw oh, okay 
thinking he still has he still has the the dial the dial oh, okay and uh then is what it reveals to uh wombat this situation that he just he didn't just die a, a crazy man mm-hmm. um and mm. have literally could have been like one scene with the flashback um and wombat realizing and having this f- desire for them to like go, not, go. not to stop these people yeah yeah see i, I like that i i also think my other gripe with it is that whole scene of like of of indiana being like hey do you not remember the last time we saw each other and you know her being like no i don't right i don't understand why they chose to to go with the with the with the story of 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 her how do i want to wear this the whole idea is that she she's wanting to get the dial right and her whole thing is oh you told my dad that you lost it somewhere here in this river in Poland, right? Let's go. Uh, let's go on this adventure. We as an audience know that he didn't lose it. We know that he has it because we saw him walk away with it, right? She also knows, like... She's the daughter. Yeah. And and she knows she's pretending to not remember, right, that last time they saw each other. I just... You could have cut a lot of that out and just... As an audience, you're you're not tricking us because we know like this 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 whole charade isn't didn't really work for me. It would have just been better for us to just for her to come and say, "Look, I'm pretty sure you have it, Indy." Well, and again, like it it comes back to I think then it, you look come back to the fact that like why why is the CIA involved? Is it just because Waller because helped Waller, with, yeah. with the 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 rockets the rockets yeah. like and why are they following Phoebe? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Anyways, yeah. but, uh, like, anyways, I just think there's, there's like, there's like a big piece again act that just struggled. That struggled. Yeah. And does it fully diminish the the movie? No, no, no. But if we're gonna be here and want to discuss, you know, some things, that's what I think. I, yeah. I agree with you. Is like they they could have delivered. They could have cut out some of those scenes to deliver on more of like. More of the emotional impact of emotional. why she wants him to come back, right? No, oh. not only him, not only Helena with uh, Indy, but also Valer and his the threat that you know of like that we're not just oh we made it to the moon, mm-hmm. right? So what we beat the Russians, um, you know we still have we still have people who are Nazis who are trying to you know right, right. rewrite history, yeah, which I I. I... Again, Dr. Voller, I, I love, you know, the inspiration of, of this character from, from real life, Dr. Von Braun, um, who was a hardcore Nazi and was working for us. Yep. Um, so I, I love that story. I love how they took that. Um, I, I want to, I kind of want to talk a little bit before, before we talk about like the struggles this movie's having in the box office. Favorite scene? Ooh, that's a great question. Um... Honestly, I not for every scene, but I freaking loved uh, Antonio Banderas and his freaking Popeye <laughs> sailors. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, that was just freaking great. Yeah. Um, yet again, I'm always impressed with Indiana Jones's introduction of very interesting characters, of just random characters, people that he knows. Yeah, just it's so great. 
Um, but I think, uh, I don't know. I think my favorite scene, let me think about it. You got one? I have one. Okay. Give me it to me. You, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ponder. You, you talked about it. Um, I, I really liked they're on the boat and, and, and Indy just kind of breaking down and say, and she asks, right? Mm. Like if you could travel back in time, where would you go? Is it the battle of Syracuse? Is it go sneak, a, get a sneak peek of Cleopatra, right? And he says, no, I would go and warn my nice son sure. to not join the, the war, right? Um, and I like how she says, oh, did he enlist because he wanted to make you proud? And he says, no, he didn't instead to just piss me off, like, <laughs> right? And, and I love the question that she then poses, how would you convince him not to? And he just lays it out. Dude, I would tell you, if you, if you go, you're going to die. You're going to die. I think you're right. It's going to cause... It's going to put your mom in so much grief. It's going to put me in a position where I don't know how to comfort her. Yeah. It'll eventually Dude. lead a, create a drift between us and, and put and you know, and I love that just because this is a side of Indiana that we, we haven't seen ever. And I, I was reading a tweet the other day, uh, a, a tweet uh, or today where someone was saying like, why do we always have to make our our, our legendary heroes like like break them down into like these grief-stricken individuals and it's like oh because we want to see different sides of our characters right it's called a drama because we need to in incorporate <laughs> like conflict and what better way than like something that we a lot of people can relate to yeah right so i just really liked i just i think i'm i'm, I'm getting to a point where i I really like Harrison Ford. I, I, I like he's a great. Did you not like him? No, it's not that I didn't like him. It's Dude. just I think I'm I'm appreciating him a lot more now. I think that's what it is. Like, okay, I agree. I'm appreciating him a lot more, and and he just delivered that scene really well, impeccably. Yeah. Not only that, but then later we see the impact of that mm -hmm. when Antonio Banderas' character gets shot, yeah, and killed, and Phoebe. Man, it's not me, but like well, Helena's character is like thrilled and excited and whatever. And Indy then delivers, my friend my, is dead. My friend just died. Yeah. My friend just died. Yeah. And like it completely shutting down the mood. But like to him, like, I mean, I think part of it, it's again, honestly, I, I kind of would love to talk to somebody who like loved Indiana Jones, but also lived through the Vietnam War. Like mm. this, this, this era. Yeah. And like what it what's the impact for them like if sure. this, this this movie is different for them or not yeah because i feel like it would uh, because i do feel like it might be speaking more to like what was happening yeah yeah it, you know anyways um i don't know that, that maybe that whole sequence the introductory the like the growth of like finding this interesting character having a little like we don't get too much with them mm -hmm. but overall um it then leads to some of the most emotional and impactful moments of the film. Yeah, that uh, that hit hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought that was a great scene, and I, I think that's kind of what I wanted out of this. In the uh, as a send off, I wanted to see emotion and a little more emotion. And, and again, Harrison Ford delivered it great, and, it, and it's another side of of Indiana that we hadn't seen. Okay, I'm gonna say this is probably my. I'm gonna say like cool. The, set piece i think the third act in syracuse them going through the time uh -huh. and realizing they're not he's like oh it's just that we made we did it and having it completely shattered realizing that they're in the battle of syracuse <laughs> and getting wrecked by these <laughs> epic 
freaking spears spears and arrows it was, it was really cool um i actually i thought that was a really good payoff i thought it, like it was a really fun and interesting like set piece like yeah. way um the payoff now that i think about it especially with you reminding me that like you know what this movie isn't about what's next but that's just an indie film <laughs> and now that i think about it i think you know they had subtle setups yeah with big payoffs that i don't think we're going to appreciate until we watch it multiple times mm-hmm. one of those payoffs i i really like the callback of of the watch right in the okay. first indiana jones movie balak says i could bury this watch here and in a thousand years it'll be priceless yeah so i kind of like at least that's how i took it the fact that interesting that uh um uh, what's his face Ar- archimedes had a watch on yeah when he was in when right before they find the other piece of the dial yeah and, and it was timeless you know yeah it's from past i don't know just i thought really cool. i thought the pay of the setup of like the fault of forcing the card and it's a false uh, uh pull yeah that that's literally what archimedes that then she comes like it's a forced deck with okay. archimedes dial yeah um, oh okay did you catch that i did not Okay, oh, this is great. Are you serious? Yeah, so like, so like for me, I'm like, I'm really like, it's a, she, she, you know, she's, okay, you know, pick a card and, you know, third minute is like mesmerized. He's like, you're, oh, this is great. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then she revealing, which I thought was weird that she reveals what, what she's doing. What she's doing, yeah. And then we come and we see the fact that they come through and they have this moment. And I don't exactly know what the, what's happening, but it's like a quick little blip of her saying, Indy. It's a forced deck. And it, in the sense that, like, the whole time the dial was for them to, to make, make it, make to, it back. To and always make it to Syracuse. To make it to Syracuse and to help them. Yeah. And I didn't catch that. That's, oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Anyways, and I, and I, again, I think that there are, are other small pairs that I just don't think we're going to, like, I don't, yeah. 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 We have to watch later. Okay. I, 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 I want to talk about why you think this movie. Is struggling. Okay, we have. That's fine. Let's talk about. It. Let's go. Let's. I think. I think it's a do. Do we talk about it here? Should no, we talk we about it in our next episode or the one episode that we're doing about the summer? No, let's talk about it a little bit here because I talk. think we want. I, I'm. I think we want to pull some some other stuff for for that. So, okay. um, yeah, let's talk about it. Because people, you know, like people, everyone who I who I've talked to has like they're like it's good. Yeah. But it's not getting the love in, like... Numbers-wise, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why Why is it struggling? I have a couple I've, thoughts. I've been thinking... I've been trying to think about this, and I, I don't know if I have my thoughts fully formed, so I would love to hear yours. I have two... I think... These are my thoughts. I think there are two main factors in, into this. One, th- this movie was premiered at Con, okay? At the Con Film Festival. Okay. Which, at the end of it, critics came out saying, it's not that great. And one, for me, uh, I, I don't think you should take a movie. Wait, Con or the Can? The Can. Sorry, Can Film Festival. Can. Sorry, my French is rusty. It's okay. I'll forgive you. Um, I just don't think you take a movie like Indiana Jones to this type of film festival. Yeah. They're snobby, elitist. Archie Fartsies. Archie Fartsies. 
Not to say Not that, that it's a bad it, thing. <laughs> we're like we're like <laughs> it's okay. That, I, that, that, there's a place there's in, a, yeah. and and we should have those films. Yeah, hundred percent. But this is not a film This that, is not a film that you take there. No. And so I think for when when word got out that the movie's not good, to the average audience, they don't know what this film festival is. They don't know. They're just hearing, oh, I heard some critics, they, they did a premiere and some critics are, and lots of critics are saying that it's bad, right? So I, I think that mentality bled into, into, into this. Like people are just like, oh, I heard it wasn't good. Um, so one, don't, don't premiere this kind of movie uh, at this type of film festival. Second, I just think they took too long to release this. When did they? I, 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 in, in the sense that like, last movie was 2008. Yeah. And this came out 2023. That's what, 18 years? Yeah, it's too late to do math right now. 15 years? Yeah. Um, whatever it is. Um, but nothing in between. Like, uh, Looking at Star Wars, uh, at least Star Wars in the '90s, where you had comic books. But wasn't there like issues yeah. with indie and in, or like was not licensing, but like in you know maybe Harrison Ford not wanting to not feeling like the, like the backing was there or something like. No, I mean e even Harrison Ford said like like I hope we don't like yeah I'm down like when two thousand when the two thousand when Crystal Skull came out he's like I hope we don't take another twenty years uh. to to do another one. Um, and, and uh, like I think he was always like in it, um, but there was just nothing uh, like nothing in between. I think this just fell out of the. I don't know. I just don't think people. It, it was in top of mind for people. I, I shared this with you, like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, right? Great movie. Yeah. Also bombed at the box office. Why? Just because like the average audience member just wasn't fed this information the last thirty twenty years. Do you think? I mean, marketing-wise, do you think they did? Do you feel like there was they could have done better marketing? No, I just don't think people. Let, let's look at our at our at our showing, right? Yeah, we, when we first went in. When we first went in, okay, we were the only people. We were the two people under the age of fifty. Yeah, there was one other family that was like, you know, the the mom was there, and then she had some and then, some and like then, teenage kids. I would say that our at our first showing. We what like sixty percent of the audience, sixty sixty five percent of the audience members were over the age of fifty. Yeah, maybe twenty percent were like thirty to thirty five to forty, thirty five to fifty, and then like ten percent were under thirty. Like it, it is just not. I, I just don't think Gen Z cares for for I Gen Z. And er, and and younger millennials care for Indiana Jones. I wonder not only like, and I think part of it is like is like, I, I would, man, we should. I, would, I really wish I should. I should have done a survey on Facebook mm. of my friends of saying like, how many of you seen? Have you seen Indiana Jones? Like, like any of them? Yeah, all of them, two of them, just to get a sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I think I wonder if it's just that they just they didn't they've never really seen it. So like again, they just don't care. Yeah, and, and and I just think it's it's out of the sight, guys. Like, like we haven't had. I think it would have been great in the last decade, maybe for Lucasfilm to have done like a cartoon. Oh yeah, right. Like you can do a cartoon if 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 Harrison Ford does someone a voice, you can get you know someone that sounds like him. And, and yeah, just to have something to have something yeah. there. 
but but you 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 keep the franchise alive and i think this franchise was just kind of yeah left too cool where or now i would i'm not saying i don't think it's harrison ford's role but i mm. do what i do think is that there's something to be said about like tom cruise because if you look at like mission impossible now mission impossible came out in 98 that first one 96 so, 96 96 in the first one okay mm-hmm. 2000 for the second one so that was a little bit of and then right but tom cruise always was a proponent of pushing like let's have, i want to do another yeah, yeah, do yeah. another another uh uh mission impossible movie i don't necessarily know like where how harrison ford how, what his role was not to say that he like he didn't try because i'm sure he must have yeah but was this a Lucasfilms thing? Was you know like, and I don't know. I do think that it's something to be said about like. No, I I think Lucasfilm was Disney bought Lucasfilm and Disney was like, let's get Star Wars out. Yeah, and and we've talked about this in in, in like ten day in in ten years they came out with so much content. Yeah, that was Star Wars focused, right? And I think they should have taken time to at least I don't know do a try prom- to try something try something for for Indiana Jones. Either that or get this movie out. This movie should have come out five years ago. Five, six years ago. When did they announce that they were going to do another one? In, two, was, in 2012. That's, uh, wait, you're telling... When, that, was that, when, that was Harrison when Ford? When film bought... I, or, thought, I thought Harrison Ford, like, it was like two years ago. He, he came up and he's like, we're going to do a final Indiana Jones. N- yeah, like a Comic-Con. No, like... The first first announcement was when Disney bought Lucasfilm back in 2012. Kathleen Kennedy got up on stage and said, we're going to be doing Star Wars movies. We're going to be doing Indiana Jones. Like, this is top priority. Like, we, like we've been waiting for over a decade. And, and, and 10 years, man. Like, That's a freaking long time. Yeah. We, we... You, do you think a Gen C that was nine years old back in 2012, okay, and now they're 20. Nine years old who probably would have... Who, who, who didn't see any Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. And then there was no Indiana Jones content for 10, 11 years and is now 2021. Not only that, but like Marvel and Star Wars came in and they're going to take up all their all, mental space. Yeah. and that Or movie time. You think they're going to go see... An, you know... A uh, uh, 80-year-old man in the 60s fight... Nazis? That's, that's no. Probably, that's probably what it is. That's what that's what happened. It's tragic, honestly. Yeah, it I mean, tragic. it was. If you still, if it's still, I don't know if it's gonna, if it's gonna go out of theaters because of like the the bomb, the next the next couple of weeks are gonna be insane. Oh yeah. Also, and this is the last, my last thought. We and we'll talk about this in another episode. But we we as Hollywood, we because we're part of Hollywood. That's right. <laughs> I think there needs to be something done about these ridiculously expensive movies this movie cost over 300 million yeah over it was i think there's the most expensive film lucas films i, uh, I don't know i, I saw it's I, definitely the most expensive indiana jones yeah movie. maybe that's just what it is no but like yeah 300 mil i mean like and 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 for a movie to have i think this had what an opening weekend of like 80 million yeah and and for us to say that's a failure like we we need to scale these movies down. Imagine imagine if they taken a a less approach. Like they had the opening sequence, right? They put a good portion of that. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the movie was a little like 
less in the second act, big opening, beginning and 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 like ending. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it it was yeah it it they do. Yeah, I think just all Hollywood wouldn't do tighten their budgets more. The Flash, I mean, that was just super expensive. It's hard. I mean, it's it it's hard when studios are needing huge blockbusters. And they're not not only needing, but they want to make that next blockbuster, right? So it's like this weird thing. We're like, okay, well, we have this property. Let's put them like this, you know, like uh, team members or, you know, like creatives. The creative side is always saying that there's not enough budget Mm -hmm. to do this thing, right? Let's give them the budget and let's make this thing happen. Yeah. Right. And I don't, I'm not exactly sure where, where, where it's at, you know, like where, is it is it that they're they're just like okay well, we're gonna have a budget so we're gonna we're gonna extend these scenes and we're gonna let it I'm always I, I tell my clients and I talk to, you know with other people that like it doesn't like Mr Beast has a thing where he like he he says he knows how to make a video and he knows how to make a video that is entertaining and captivates people but he's thinking about that every single day every single moment of his life mm-hmm. he's been doing that for ten years. Okay, so he's obsessed with this idea of making the best video that has the highest impact, that is most, you know, like engaging situation, right? For a medium of YouTube. Now, but these are like, and I think that you, I would put, you know, Mr. Beast in the sense of like his obsession is the same as Spielberg in his obsession with wanting to take tell such a visual story Mm -hmm. or Nolan's um, desire to tell such unique and interesting stories in in the his in his way right but at the end of the day for most situations a movie can be made even if we know it's a good movie to, at the end there's there's always this level of sense of like you you don't you you can make you can put as much money as you want into it and, but you still you still once you release it it still has this life of its own yeah and you can't yeah. necessarily assume that it's going to do fantastic it might be one of those films like blade runner that does have a like that like in algorithm speak when it comes to YouTube has a long tail that like it gets picked up by the algorithm or the search or or the like cult classic people or mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. like whatever it might be that like you know like people find and they love it and they cherish it yeah right and that's one of those weird things where like it's hard to it's hard for execs to to like have a property like indie thinking what they had before okay well if we take this and we crunch numbers this is what's gonna be sure sure. Sometimes you just, you know, like, and not to say, because again, like, I would say like Mr. Beast is hitting these huge, like he releases a, he released a video and in one hour it's got 20 million views. It's wild. Wild. But we look at Oppenheimer that's coming out this weekend and we're, for the most part, are probably going to, we're, we're kind of guessing it's going to be a pretty big opening weekend. But the thing is, we also have Barbie. We also have Barbie. Yeah. Okay. So like. In those situations, it's still going to be huge in in that aspect that it's going to cause huge impact. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't think, at the end of the day, like, it's just like, at this point, like, with the way we see how people consume content, it's no longer, there used to be saying, like, on digital, like, if it's not good, it's, it's, it's off. Huh. I think it's like, if it's not even, like, interesting, we're not even going. We're not even going, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Something to talk about. Um, and we will talk about you know, it in a couple of weeks. We, we'll, we're going to get... Spoiler 
listeners, in a couple of weeks, we're going to kind of do a deep analysis of, of just the summer box office. and kind of Summer movies. Summer movies, yeah. And kind of break down like what's happening in the industry. Yeah, what we think about it. Yeah. Sorry that we've had a couple longer ones. Not sorry. Sorry, so not sorry? No, not sorry. No. We just want to have a good conversation. Yeah. We just want to make sure they feel complete. and, and uh, Yeah. And our thoughts are out there. Overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I, yes. I, I, I did. I, I know I griped on it quite a bit, but like I really enjoyed this movie. More only because we're nitpicky. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like if you have the opportunity, go check it out. Support seeing just a, a classic uh, character in a new film that we get to experience a different side of yeah, him, yeah. which we get in every single one of the films. Mm-hmm. I had one last thought, but we're, we're way over time. Oh, we're over. Let's go. Commit. Here's my last my last concern about the box office performance on this. Ooh. Lucasfilm has a history of hiring great directors, writers for Star Wars projects. And immediately as soon as they that individual or individuals release a movie and it tanks. And it tanks, they fire them. Yes. We saw that with with Colin Trevorrow with episode nine. We saw that with the um the guys that did H, uh, Game of Thrones are going to do their own movies. They're out. Um, it, it happens a lot with Lucasfilm. My concern is that this movie isn't going, is not, period, is not going to perform the way that Lucasfilm wanted. They're gonna, if, and they're, and they're going to fire James Mangold for that Star Wars movie that takes, that, that's going to be like a super awesome prequel. Um, that is my concern. If you want a good James Mangold movie, I'm gonna say Star Wars movie, go watch this. <laughs> Please go go watch Indiana Jones because I really want that James Mangold Star do, Wars movie. I do too, and I think to for the record, I don't think James Mangold James Mangold did a, a this, great job. This, yeah, the, this is not a reflection on no. how how he does a film. I mean, listen to our, our episode of Three Ten to Yuma. Yeah. Um, or any watching any of his other watch any of his movies, yeah. Like this, this, this series or this, this. Uh, it's I don't paradox know paradox in box office. No, this. Yeah, well, I just I, and we'll talk about this in a couple weeks. It's like th- there's a lot happening this this summer. Yeah, but also, and I don't think we can really talk about it until we see what happens yeah. over the next couple weeks. That's just my biggest concern. Well, well let, I think we should, we'll talk more about this in that episode. Yeah. Because I do think that's a good point to look at. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for, uh, list, you know, for listening or watching this episode. We truly do appreciate every single one of you guys that are watching. If you are gotten to this far, one, you are MVP. Uh, be sure to uh, comment or when you re- leave a review for us, wherever you get your podcast, uh, comment, what is your favorite Indiana Jones movie and character? And we want to hear from you. Uh, let us know what you liked or didn't like about this movie. Um, what's your ranking of this movie in the end in the Indiana Jones franchise? Um, you can always connect with us uh, via email at your at realchumps.com or connect out with us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter at realchumps. Uh, we want to hear from you. You can also follow Danny and I on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Marstrosity, M-A-R-Z-T-R-O-S-I-T-Y. Rubio underscore TV or Rubio.TV in other places. Join us next week as we discuss Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Ooh. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a good movie.
I'm See, hoping it's good. Oh, I'm, I know. It's going to be a fun time. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. We'll catch you next time.